Hello. We back in the National Walk in the House. Your girl Tosh, the co-hostess with the mostess. Act 2, the podcast, episode three in the house. How y'all doing, people? What's up? We like here. gang signs. She from the, um, you know, OG or BG or whatever she put down. What's up, people? Act 2, the podcast, episode 33. Trey Trey. Trey Trey. That's Trey, what you Trey. was doing? Trey Trey. Trey Trey. That's my gang. Trey Trey. Um, <laughs> we back. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. We was out last week on vacation doing some leisure time. And, uh, Since your international walk, can I be stamped up shorty? No. <laughs> stamped up shorty. What the fuck is that? Stamped up shorty. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fuck is stamped up shorty? That's what I want to be. Um, but we are back. We back in front of the camera. We back live. We back in our studio. And um, we happy to be here. So what's up? What's going on? Um, good show today. Let's just talk a little shit. Looking um, forward to it. You don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I need a drum set. Boom, boom. What's, uh, what's going on? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. I feel good. Um, How are you? I am good. How are you mentally? Mentally, I'm an eight. I'm going to say I'm an eight. That's I mean, good. You ain't been eight in a while. I feel refreshed. You know, work is work. And, well, I know we didn't get to work yet, but work impacts my mental and causes some stress. But I've been doing things to help relieve that stress. And it's been working. You know, I'm only a few days in, but I told myself I have to be... I have to be conscientious about my actions and I can't just complain and allow things to impact me and don't do anything. It's some things that I can't change, some things that I can, or at least I can change how it impacts me. So that's what I've been doing. So work, I, mentally, I'm an eight. I feel good. What about work? Work is a seven. That's a seven that dropped down? Yeah, but... but like if your face dropped down, be, so like, what the You fuck? know what? It's almost like you need vacation and I am... Pro advocate, take your PTO. I was talking to somebody today. It is August, and they told me that, yeah, I gotta get so I gotta take some time. I got like 117 hours. I'm like struggling to kind of piece together these five days I got left and how we gonna work out some time off through the rest. 117 hours. What are you waiting for? She's dedicated to work. I'm but be dedicated to you too because god forbid you drop dead they're going to send out an email they're going to collect some money for flowers to send to your family they're going to have a meeting and talk about it your position's going to be posted use your time that's all i'm saying yes you have a job to do and you have to be dedicated you have to be responsible use your time i'm advocate for that too that's all use I'm your saying. goddamn time i'll take time off when i want to um, so work is a seven it's busy and i was saying it makes you feel like when you go on vacation it's like you're being punished when you come back because it's right back to the grind and it's more grind it's like oh yeah i was waiting for this you waited a week for this you know there's other people that could have answered your question are you really stalking me over something that you needed five you if you needed five days ago and i just got back you can wait another day or two until I get caught up because it obviously ain't that pertinent. Right, you already waited seven days, so yeah. it's nine. Exactly, so don't rush me. Your urgency is not my emergency. That's all I'm saying. 
I'm good. Yeah. Talking to somebody. I, well, I mean, they didn't see this, but yeah, Obviously, I was talking, talking to somebody. Yeah, because you know, somebody sent me a request for something today, and I told them, okay, I would do it. And then they said, okay, you know, moving forward, can you send this to me every month? Sure, that's fine. By what day of the month do you need it? They said, by the 15th. Okay, no problem. I'll give it to you. Then later on, they contact, hey, what's this? That? When I get to it, like, you just asked me today, but I digress. Um,. Made me forget where I was at. That was a lot. All right, so that was work. mentally Jesus I'm an eight. Work is a six and a half, seven. I down do these a little bit, but you know. <laughs> Finances. Finances is a seven because I need some money. That's like, no, <laughs> finances is a nine. I have no complaints. I'm extremely grateful. I, I refuse to complain, you know. I refuse to complain. Coming from a place where you see people living life and appearing to be happy and smiling and doing what they got to do with so much less than we have it's like fucked up. who are we to complain so yeah. finances i'm going to say finances are a 10 because what i have everything i need i might not have everything i want but there's nothing that i need that i don't have or that i can't get so you like to hear that yeah um how are you i am blissful <laughs> wow, blissful! I that, never said that before. I, <laughs> you like uh, pulled that out the it, dictionary. I almost felt it when I said it. That's good. You feel, <coughs> you feel jubilant. <coughs> you feel like bubbly inside. Yeah, I just got well, bubbly. Like I don't know, just coming. I just he had some know. Jamaican. Yeah, um, I had some, after I, some IBS or something, some irritable bowel syndrome. Okay, but, but we don't want to like gross people out talking about your bowels. I'm trying to gross people out, but I'm just saying. But he did. Was, I was scared because I'm thinking, is this food poisoning? She thought I had a parasite. I did. I'm like, did he have a parasite? They didn't warn us about drinking the water. But, but she drank the same damn yeah, water. Yeah, and I'm like, I, the same food and I, I am so sensitive to so much stuff. I am fasting. If somebody says it's a one out of ten chance that you may have a side effect to something, I'm probably going to get that side effect. Like, stuff just always happens to me. So I wasn't feeling anything, but he was like, not good. Wow. It wasn't not feeling good. He just was in the bathroom like seven times a day. Don't you didn't want to gross people out? I'm just saying in the bathroom. That's you all. You can digress. All right, so you're feeling blissful. Yeah. Um, how are you? I, I'll go to work. How's work? Work is cool. Work was good. The fellas handled what they had to handle while I was going, so that was good. Um, What's the number? Give me a number. Work's a nine. Ooh. Where I'm supposed to be. I actually got a little bit more time. They did so well. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah, work is good. Work's a nine. Does it make you feel great being a leader that is building new leaders because that's the real sign of great leadership not just giving directions but teaching people how to be leaders themselves yeah it is it does make me feel good um especially somebody who i, I might attach myself to mm -hmm. which i haven't you know in my career with many people like yeah. i said i think i said this before i might have been asked to teach a hundred people and it's only been two yeah, because I know some so people I, just, I can think of that you worked with, and not talking about your pal pal. I'm talking about other people that you've worked with. And, you know, y'all might have been, you know, y'all might have had a cordial working relationship, but you really didn't pour in them to, to try to in an effort to make an attempt to build them. But what I will say, those other people have been Caucasian, and these people are not necessarily black, but they're not Caucasian. They're, they're, they're colored. Yeah. They're it's black and brown. They're just brown. 
Well, they're people of, they're not color. That was, oh, that made me feel sick. Twice you said it. I like, know. I don't know what was up with people that shit. People of color, not color. She said color, like it's no. the fucking 40s or something. Like, I'm, But I was referring to like like us. But, but that's, I no, guess We're not colored. But they're people of color, Just I should say. Just say people of color. My bad. That was very impolitically, in, politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're people of color. Is that why you feel some more attachment to them, you think? Um, no, I just have an attachment to them because, um, I just see myself in them. That's all. I see their drive, their motivation, and it reminds me of myself when they were there, when I was their age. I was a much, much more, um, advanced at their age than they are, but, you know, everybody gets there on their own time, but they're, they're on the right track. So, yeah, that's why I, um... And the cold Caucasian thing, that has a lot to do with it, too, because of uh, just who those guys are. But, I mean, again, I know you've had some cordial relationships with somebody. It just hasn't been the same. Nah. All right, so work is a nine. How's finances? Finances is a nine. Finances is great. I'm down a little bit. It's fucking you. Um, No, I don't have no money to give you. (laughs) Finances, nine, that's great. Yeah, so So, we're good. Overall, mentally? Mentally, um, I would say a nine. That's good. You fly high. Yeah, I feel Flying good. Flying high in the sky. You know how it's I feel. It's all good in the hood. So, yeah. Is that how the song goes? I don't know what song you're trying to sing. <laughs> I don't know what fucking song you're trying to sing. Flying high in the sky. You know how I feel. I can't think of how it goes. Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you fucking it up like okay i'm sorry i don't know um wows and woes um you know my wow for the week of course was vacacione Mm -hmm. no vacacione is for puerto rico because that's our spanish word what's our rastafarian you have a a vacation vacation first of all mentioning rastafarian all we heard all week hey rasta rasta man hey rasta Rasta man, you Rasta. Hey, Yachty. You original Yachty boy? They swore he was Jamaican. And then I think all the women was like looking at me like, she done came here with her American self and took one of our Jamaicans because their eyes would not leave him. Like, I digress. My wild was vacation. It was awesome. Just being away in a beautiful place. Anybody that knows me knows that I love the water, um, the pool, the ocean, anything. And I really love the beach. Yes, you do. But I also love the outdoors. So one thing about Jamaica... What did you try to say you were there? You asked me if I wanted to fuck a mermaid. <laughs> I am a mermaid. Like <laughs> Some bullshit, <laughs> Well... Um, I love the outdoors. And one thing about the island of Jamaica that we got a chance on a small scale it's a to country. experience. It's not an island. Well, this is an island, the island country. Well, whatever. Yeah, the country of Jamaica. We got a chance to um, observe on a very small scale. The beach, of course, is beautiful, but the mountains are beautiful as well. So that was just, it was breathtaking, just experiencing that, getting a small peak. We, when I say a small peak, we went to an excursion. So we rode through a lot of towns. We had a drive. It was like a 45-minute drive. 
and we had a driver who was very knowledgeable. So he's like pointing stuff out. Like shout really out to Freeman. Yes, really teaching us stuff. And it made boy. you want more. Like I can see how somebody could pay a driver to well, drive them vacation, around you all know? day. So that was my wild vacation was off. And not only that, shout out to my amazing husband because this was for his birthday. <coughs> um, and I did something special for his birthday. I planned while we were on vacation. It didn't turn out exactly how I wanted because the weather hated on us, but he still enjoyed it. Um, but on top of that, all the other stuff that, you know, he made sure that he just made sure we had a good time. So we went jet skiing on the Wave Runners. Um, we, the Dolphins follow Act Two the podcast, Act Two underscore the podcast on Instagram if you don't already to see our pictures from the Dolphin excursion. Um, that was amazing. We had this couple's massage. He got one more chance to snore during a couple's massage experience, and it will be individual. It, it might as well be individual now because I'm always gonna snore. Somebody is oiling me up and rubbing me, and we had a bath before that. Okay, but you're in a room with a stranger naked. How can you be that comfortable to allow yourself to sleep that hard? She's rubbing me with oils. She's a stranger oils. naked. And nah. you're naked. You like, was there? So, oh, that makes me feel good. You felt comfortable because I was there. Yeah, you wasn't going to let nothing happen to me. I was naked. What but you going to let them do? Fill up on me? What if, like, she had some Rastafarian gangsters that was going to run up in there? That was the resort. They wasn't having no <laughs> Rastafarian gangsters but up in there. But it was amazing. And the food was amazing. And you know what? I'm so grateful that we ate good and the scale did not hurt my feelings when I came home. <laughs> so that was my wow. What was your wow? My wow. And this was, this, this was really a sad moment. When I came home, I found out that someone who I care about um lost a sibling and this is a person who and i don't want to give any details because it's somebody's personal business this is someone who in two well i'll say from new year's eve of new year's eve uh december 31st 2020 until august 22nd lost a brother a mother and now a sister and it That's just broke up. it just broke my heart it just really broke my heart for this person and i know they don't watch the show so they'll never see this but just condolences out to yeah. you you know who you are and just to think about you know anybody who's who suffered a major loss is bad and i you know i we have had in our life together my grandma died in 2003 um my favorite aunt died last year in 2020 I had a cousin who also died about 10 years ago. Um, other than that, like, I have not had any close family members that have passed away. So, I don't know that pain. My heart is goes out to those who have, especially those who... If you suffered one loss, that's bad enough. But to suffer that many losses, I just don't know how. And you, you put it simply. You got to go on. Yeah. I just can't even fathom how you do. So, that was my... Even though it, it wasn't me directly... That I really struggle with that because that's one of those moments where you want to like really encourage people to have faith and believe in God, but at the same time you can understand how they can be like, like what's up? Yeah, what's yeah up, we God? got this thing where it's like every time we go on vacation and come back, we oh. a star or something died. And I said that to the fellas at work. I said it to Darren, and he just was like, "Somebody famous died last week." And I was like, "Really? Who?" He was like, "Oh, I forget, but somebody did." 
But not only that, you know, you coming back and getting that news, it was like, not a star, but that's even But not personal. just a star. You remember every time we go on vacation, like there's some horrific news story that happens. It was. It was that time when we were it, when we were on vacation and it was the pregnant girl. I think she lived in Chester and like her boyfriend killed her. And then a couple years ago we were on vacation in the state that we were in. It was this big news story because this man had killed his wife or girlfriend and their kids. And like it was not far from where we are like there's always and then yeah. when we went to hilton head island we came home and found out while like i think the day we were leaving somebody got killed by an alligator like every but time the, the day we left here somebody got shot up in philly like a couple people died real bad it was on yeah. 9 philly um but yeah it, some shit got shot up and people died yeah but that um, was my well you know just my it really uh, again, death is sad for anybody. I am extremely close with my sisters, so I can't even imagine losing them. And I and this, you know, person losing a sister after losing a mother, after losing a brother, be, before the year is over, um, is just devastating. So that was my woe. And yeah, my, and my prayers have consistently who, um, been going out for her. It's tough for people who, like I said before, who can lose two people in 20 years and then somebody can lose four or five people in one year like how that plays out for for different people that's just that's crazy <laughs> but condolences to her um what was your wow my wow was vacation was was just simply vacation being on vacation for my birthday um turned 44 whoop, out there. yeah my obama year whoop, so whoop. um yeah that that felt good to celebrate a birthday another 365 um, being out in Jamaica, it was just great. Felt good. Um, was damn near naked. It, it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was awesome. That beach was just like you think the water blue, but the water was clear. Yeah, and that's what like clear. trips me out. Like the water was clear, and I just love being out there. Like that's a place I can go back to over and over. And I don't want to go back there over and over again, but. I'm going to slip it in every once in a while. Exactly. Out of all the vacations that we take throughout the year, I feel like Jamaica has to be one. Every Puerto year. Rico the second time was the best vacation I had ever <coughs> been on. But this, uh, this last vacation was probably the best vacation I've been on. I had a great birthday dinner, which was awesome. The food I ate, every fucking bite of it <laughs> on a plate was great. Um... I'm I'm 44 years old. I come from 26 in New York. I never thought I would be in a fucking water with a dolphin. Yeah. I just never thought that I would be hugging a <laughs> dolphin. So I hugged a dolphin, and that shit that meant a lot to me. Um, I played with this stingray called Big Mama. Um, Big Mama. Yeah, I was fucking around with her. She was huge, and I never touched one of them. So that was great. Um, he knew how to be gentle because even the trainer and me, she kept running from him. But he put his hands, he slipped his hands up under and her. And she started flopping And he was doing like this. She, kept, she would not leave his hands. She, yep. was, she was acting like me. Like flopping. flopping. <laughs> she was flopping. Um, so that was cool. Um, never did no shit like that. So that's in the memory bank. The dolphins was in the memory bank. Calicio and Pepe Kalisa. was Calicio. Calicia. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not Calisa. Calicia. Okay. okay. And Pepe was the names of the two dolphins. Obviously a boy and a girl. 
and they was cool as shit. I don't know if y'all ever did anything like this, but go swim with dolphins and like have them push you out the water. Like they give handshakes just by talking. Mm -hmm. Like no signal, just give me a pound and the motherfucker gives you a yeah. pound. And like, we had, I've had a splash. Yeah, fight like just by talking, these fucking things. Like the guy was like splash and they yeah. just splash. Like that shit was so cool. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. And to see you have fun like that, like you was cheesing, like your face was going to hurt. Because it was crazy. Yeah. He told the dolphin to give me a kiss, and I gave it a kiss. Then he going to say, give her a little tongue. And, and the dolphin his opened his mouth. I wasn't sticking no my No signal, no, no nothing. Just He said, give her a little tongue. And he said, put his tongue out. Like, oh crazy. my God, I couldn't they believe sing. he did it. They, then he told, the, uh, he told the one, he told us that, that, Sometime Pepe is Michael Jackson and he could moonwalk. And as soon as he said that, Pepe jumped up on top of the fucking water on his tail and moonwalked yeah. across the water. Like, just crazy shit these dolphins can do. And then when they lay up on you, like talking to them, you're like, hey, hey, little buddy, how you doing? Like, <laughs> that shit was just so, so cool. Yeah. The jet skis, I think we got gypped on. <laughs> Because we took a 10-minute ride to get to the way you're <laughs> supposed to ride at, which means our time on them was like 20 minutes. And for for $75 a piece that we got gagged. We rode jet yeah. skis probably 10, 15 times in our life. And we know what a yeah. good time is. That and, was and, bogus. And the crazy thing is the area was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like the water was calm. The water was shallow, even though it was, it was very warm, rocky. It wasn't cold. Yeah, so the area was like, oh, like I was more i'm always kind of hesitant at first and then i open up more the longer we go mm -hmm. by the time i started to open up it was like oh time, time to, to go in. they want another 70, like, another what? 150 dollars yeah yeah so that was uh was like a little bit of a disappointment but it was fun out there for the time that it yeah. lasted yeah. um what else did we do the massages the massages was great like i don't know what the fuck she's talking about but somebody give you a bath first and then rub you down with oil <laughs> for 55 minutes. Like, you're going to go to sleep. And you're high. You're going to go to sleep. So if they have this traditional iry bath where it's a warm bath, a hot bath, and then a cold bath. And it's also a sauna. So we got in a warm Put bath. Some chemicals or something in it. And though we got in a warm bath. It felt great. We got in a hot bath. First off, the warm bath was like, I think, 82 degrees. Yeah. And then we got to the hot bath. It was 112. Yeah. Ooh. No, it was 102. 102? Yeah. Still. 112 is... Yeah. Ooh, that shit was hot. Yeah. Like, it was hot. hot, hot. It was hot. Then we got out, and then we got in the sun. I love a sun. He could only take it for a little bit. I was in there chilling, and I could see him peeking. Like, I don't think I took it for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, sat in there, and the second seemed like hours. Like, yeah. you start... Your ribs start sweating. Your hips start sweating. Your teeth start sweating. I would like to have an in-home sauna. No, nah, I'm good. I would oh. never go in that. Yeah. <laughs> never go in that. And yeah. that was a dry sauna. That shit was Yeah, hot. it felt amazing. And then we, So then we got back in there. And then they tell you before the massage to get in the cold bath to close up your pores. It was 57 degrees. He got in like to your ankles, I think. Like cold. Than I got all the way in and got right. Like it was, it was so cold. No, yeah. I dipped down. I you did go. In. Oh, okay. I got in because I wanted my pores to close up. I didn't want to catch a cold. Yeah, or I've never been in water that cold. Yeah, that's never. ridiculous. But yeah. that was a, a, just an awesome experience, an awesome trip. 
um, yeah, it was just a lot of a lot of happy times, a lot of happy memories, jubilation there. Um, the hotel was yeah, the hotel a vibe. was dope. Hope yeah. you just stop saying that. I'm sorry. Like that's just you know because that's like the everybody perfect else is saying no. It's not the perfect thing. It like is this perfect. year, everybody has vibes. Next well, year, it'll be something else. But well, that's you not know, how last we year talk. everybody was toxic. I like to yeah, but that's not how we talk. To me, I feel like the just the the scenario. It was just very relaxing. I it was that. chill, and even though it had music, it still like set a different tone. A, 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 a different tone, a, a chill, or whatever. Style. But we've been together twenty years, and we don't talk like that. It was a that's nice how vibe. everybody else talks. I enjoyed that. That's the what vibe. everybody has to catch all of a sudden a vibe. It's like not you a said, bad Lat, thing. I'm just saying, it's whatever. All right, it ain't a bad thing. You don't. That's your opinion. Okay. Um, but it was fun. It was it fun. Was. The hotel was dope. The water, we didn't get in a pool. The pool was nasty. Yeah, the pool. So was let me tell you, no we good. our driver from the airport was telling us how he don't he you know went on this little rant. He don't like pools because they're nasty. It's just stagnant water. And I'm thinking like, okay, whatever. Like I've always enjoyed the pool. Um, but then somebody says that to you and now it's in your mind so when we go to get in the pool he's looking like nah i don't like this water so i'm like oh i'm gonna go ahead and get in and i'll get in up to my like knees maybe my waist and i'm looking like yeah maybe not <laughs> so it was no pool nah no pool at all but like i said the whole experience was just great i know what else we did what island stream you went oh, to yeah. a weed went club to herb house yeah, Herb Island Strands, Herb House is the shit. Shout out Herb Island Strands. I don't know if y'all ever going to move. You know what? I'm going to put this on the grain and tag y'all. Yeah, Island um, Strains. Island Strains. What did I say? Strands. Island Strains. Um, Herb House was dope. They had a whole bunch. Critical Kush. Ooh, knock your socks off. <laughs> Critical Kush. Um, but yeah, when I got there, I drive a mic. Bam, hook me up. And we were set right immediately. Um, well, I was set immediately. But I, you talking about sleeping in the massage. I say that to say I was smoking my face off out there. And we had massages like noon. Mm -hmm. I was like five in already. Yeah. So I'm going to sleep yeah. in that situation. Yeah, but um, the, the her, her herb, is it herb or herb? Herb. Herb. Okay, I know herb. Herb. Herb is the man's name, though. But herb is when you talk about, like, herbs. Yeah. Okay. So the herb house. Herbs you cook with and you smoke. I call it a weed club. The weed club, it was a great environment. I won't say it was a vibe. It was a great environment. <laughs> it was a chill spot. Was, Why can't like, we just talk it was like we talk? on the water. It, you know, it had sofas where you could relax and chill. We had already eaten, but it did have um, food. Um, you could buy drinks, but they were selling like pints. Like nobody yeah. had cups. Everybody had bottles. You had to get a little pint or whatever you wanted. And they it probably had three kinds of alcohol. Yeah, beers. it was music playing. Like that was a great environment. Yeah. yeah. And it was half open. Stop saying that <laughs> shit. And it was half open to, to the, the ocean. Because that's the whole thing is to watch the sunset while you, you know, blaze up on some tree. That, and he says he mentioned something really good. They need to have spots like that here in America. Yeah. I mean, if they do, let us know because I'm not aware of any. But where you can go 
you can smoke legally if that's your twist maybe even you can smoke a cigar i mean like whatever your twist is it was no yeah no, no bogeys up in there it was no you shouldn't be allowed to smoke cigarettes there but i'm not i'm okay with a cigar um where it, was, it can be very chill and relaxed everybody doing their thing i think that's a great idea now, i don't know what water i mean i guess the river or something like what body of water Nobody, ain't nobody trying to drive down to the ocean for that. Ain't nobody trying to stand next to the Schuylkill. Or stand next to fucking... I mean, the, I mean you Penn's think... Landing or something. But you know how when we go down to... Well, Penn's Landing might go. Yeah, that, yeah that that's might, the river. Yeah. You know when we go, go down to Cherry Street Pier, like, you yeah. know, sitting out there by the water, the sunset, that Stop might... dropping high locations, babe. I mean, they don't you know, know when saying? we're there, but okay. You know? Um, you know, they may... That, that might be a good... Um, I mean, I, I don't know what would be required for something like that to be approved, but it was a, it was a good chill spot. It was. It was just awesome. So we kind of um, went on about your wild. Hold on, but oh, we, us going into the mountains when we was with Freeman. I want to go into this with detail because it was fun for me. Mm -hmm. um, going into the mountains with Freeman, he took us to get a coconut. We washed our hearts. That was great. That's what they call it over there. When you eat a co when you drink a coconut. Yeah, and I ate this slurry that you scrape out the coconut. I don't think I should have did that. <laughs> I think that's where his stomach yeah, bug came from. And it, not I a think bug, that but shit, like just holds on to your belly for days, and yeah. I mean puts a wrench on it like X lax or something. Like it's it's just bad. And the slurry. slurry is like once you drink the water out the coconut. They cut a piece of the coconut rind, I guess what we would call mm -hmm. it, and you use it as like a spoon. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like your hand, and you scrape around, and um, it looks like ejaculatory material, if you know what I'm saying, but a lot of it. Yeah. But it's like... Like nut. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be... Use the scientific it's term. Like nuts. It looks like ejaculatory material, <laughs> <laughs> and but so you take this spoon of sorts, the piece of coconut, and you kind of scrape around, and you pick it up, and the, if you you eat it, and they say that it increases men's virility because they told him if I could make a prince up there, that we can make a prince on the island. Like we're forty plus, no princes or princesses being made. But, you know, he kind of scooped it up and he ate it. I tasted a little bit and I was like, that's yeah. okay. It, it, when but I put he it ate in my a lot mouth, of it. Because I kept looking for coconut taste. Yeah. And coconut water and the slurry don't taste shit like coconut. No. And it wasn't nasty. I Nothing, wasn't, it don't it taste really shit like coconut. It almost it. tastes like regular water that you'd like put fruit or something in that has like a just a just bland taste of yeah. something. It, um the the slurry it didn't taste nasty, I'll say that. It was more of a textural thing for yeah, me that just it was it like, flopping around in your mouth like, you couldn't I'm get a not hold about of to it. Eat this. To yeah. like smash it down. It just yeah. was like You put it in your mouth and you just swallow. Yeah. So it's like for like a better word. Yeah, it's you just swallow. Nuts. It, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, um, and then I and then I had a coconut the next day on the beach, and it was cooler. So that's that's a difference too. I realized the one that we had at the hut, it, you know, it they took of, them out of water. Yeah, so I don't know if that did something to it. Yeah, but the other ones, we, the other one I had was cooler. But it was dope to be in the mountains yeah. and be in parts of Jamaica where so many people say, you know, don't go outside your resort, but just being out, seeing some locals, seeing mm -hmm. some different architecture was just great it's like damn we was in 
what Hanover and Hopewell, Hopewell yeah. and all different and we parts seen of this, Jamaica. And we seen an area where affluent black people, yeah. affluent Jamaicans live. It was this one area called Spring Garden. And Who he for, said they had dogs up there that would eat you and they never find you. Yeah, like, they don't like, go up there. Don't go up there unless you have a reason. They're very wealthy. They protect their homes. They protect their property. And yeah, if you don't have a reason to go up there, don't. You like you're not allowed up there. Yeah. Um, but we have some great content too. So we'll, you know, make sure we'll be posting some soon just so you can kind of get some insight into what we saw and what we experienced. We enjoyed it. But it was just dope as hell. Um best vacation I've ever been on. Um, yeah, we was locked in there. I like that. I'm happy you enjoyed it. It was yep. a great birthday for you. Um What was your woe, if any? Whoa, I had yeah, um, you know, my guy at work, you know, which one always in sketchy shit. I don't mm. even want to say his name. But um, his actually wasn't him. His son had, this This is what's wrong with young kids today. His son had a friend who, you know, they're friends or whatever, and he's trying to hide stuff from his parents. So he's getting shirts and stuff and clothing shipped to his friend's house. You know, I guess friends do that or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, Amazon shit. And then all of a sudden, they didn't become friends. They, they're not friends. So a certain shirt gets dropped off at the at, at my man's house. His son gets it and says he's not giving it back to the kid. So now this becomes an Instagram thing. Mm. So now they're back and forth on Instagram. So now these kids come around his house calling them ops, took a picture in front of his house, posted his address on social media. And, of course, my friend, you know, he's... He's legally has guns and everything, and that's not something you take lightly. Your address being on social media, yeah. like that's not something. That's something you gotta sit your and you bring your ruckus to my yeah, house. Yeah, that's something you have to sit your kid down and tell him this. This shit, like I don't know what you got. People calling you ops and you calling people. Like this ain't Chicago. Not and only along, that. Hold on, and what comes with that? is the shit that's coming in Chicago. Like, after you calling people ops and showing people and posting shit, the next part in the song is smoking your ops. So that's what comes with that kind of shit. And it's just like, that was just like, damn, bro, like, you got to talk to your kid and be like, I don't know what road you going down or what, what you playing games. Because he says, you know, he's not built like that. He don't come from that. He ain't that kind of kid. But... Doing shit like that and playing them kind of social media games, like you, these kids will kill you out here. But but you know the the crazy and the crazy thing and the sad part about what you're saying is that there's so many situations that evolve to that point where oh this person ops and this person ops or we come into your house or they shooting up the house or they busting out a window or going back and forth until unfortunately. Regret, regrettably somebody is hurt or killed but when you talk to a lot of these young people if if you have a chance to and you ask them what is it over it's the dumbest thing give it's him just, his shirt it's over a sweatshirt like, and that's, then like he that, says, like he it says didn't to me, start from any disrespect <coughs> it didn't start from like whatever well it is disrespect in a way because he says my son put the shirt on and takes a picture and posts it on Instagram but, but that's what I mean like it, yeah, okay so his son did that but it's over a shirt. Yeah. Like, if, if God forbid if somebody is killed, not his son, not the other boy, but just in people fighting. Because, you know, it can be a fight and somebody gets stabbed in the wrong place or something. And so when somebody gets killed and the cop has this conversation, 
And it shows this started over a shirt. shirt. You know how mean it, And that's the part that kids don't understand where it's like, you have to have a greater respect for life. Like a shirt versus life. The value but is they don't nowhere see that near shit equal. Yet. And here come the kids come around calling him to come outside for a fair one. And he don't. He's scared. He don't come outside. But so they take a picture at the front of the house and tell him when we when school start we on your ass. So I mean it's like like where does this go? And man? again, this is the evolution of thank God he has parents who are in his life. But this is what happens where a lot of young kids will drop out of school because of fear, or they'll end up taking a weapon to school and something it happens and then they get put out or they get locked up or they use it and now we have a school shooting. Like and I know. these are the dumb things that happen that blow up and snowball into bigger things. And this is the type of shit like he has gotten his guns for like. And, I mean, I understand his anger with somebody coming to your house, calling out your kid, and putting your goddamn front door address up on social media. Now, I don't know. Calling your son ops and talking about how they going to get him and shit like that. Like, I, that's just something. And I know he don't take it lightly because I talk to him, but that's something that <coughs> I would be on level 10 about. But, but now, I say this from the outside, and I don't know if this is a viable solution, but this is one of those moments where you have to take it back to old school and go, hopefully, that you know, by them being friends at some point, maybe they are of come from the same yoke, parent to parent. Forget the kids. Mm -hmm. Like, he can't be like, oh, we coming at these kids now because I got guns and y'all posting my address. No, I'm, I'm go get your, your pop. Where your dad? Mm -hmm. I'm going to your house. And maybe his parents might have an influence on him. They might knock him upside his head. They may not even that know what's happened. going he, on. He talked to one of the dads, and the dads was, like, shocked, like, and yeah. saying my son ain't even about that life. Why he doing that? So, yeah, there was some, some discourse there. But still, you know, once your shit sends and your address and front yeah. door is up on there... But you know what? It will only snowball if you allow it to. If they do the adult responsible thing indebted, it will be deaded. Like he can't allow that to, he can't allow this to blow up without making any effort. Now, again, who knows all the parents involved. Some of the other parents may be with it and may be like, okay, like I'm, I'm on whatever my child is on. What's but a fucking great bait pudding? Great bait? Bait. Yeah. It's a brand of I'll show you when we're done. It just costs a couple dollars. Stupid but, shit. Like yeah. I just don't don't get it. Stupid and and then shit. another thing he had you know, the son has to realize that's stealing. Like yeah. if you don't mess with him, to, even if y'all ain't friends, come and get your stuff, don't send nothing else to my house. Yeah. Or you really wanna be petty, send it back. Return. Yeah. This just, person don't live yeah. here. At least he'll get his money back. You know, for for him buying it, he won't get the item. But you really want to be it, petty. Don't steal. And if it overwhelmed it you to steal and you just had to, then say it didn't come. But don't fucking put it on and flash yes. it in your face or put it on social media like, yeah, yeah I got it, nigga. I'm wearing it. Yeah, like, that's total disrespect. You asking for beef and you not about yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's crazy. You know what I saw today? Um... Um, I forget who, I, oh, you know what, it's a person, they're a social media influencer, and, um, you know, they're into, um, real estate and that kind of stuff, but long story short, they're from North Philly, and they posted something they saying, some young kids that were, like, 13 or 14 had a gun and shot somebody else that was, like, 13, 14, and it said, parents, y'all gotta start checking y'all kids' rooms, going through their stuff, like, you, 13, 14, I, if you, I feel like if we were parents, 
as long as you live in my house, your room is subject to search. Yeah. My, you know, your room, your phone. I fucking hated that I'm, when I was young. Yeah, but it's my necessary. Mom would turn my, my, but she wouldn't. Think do about it. the stuff that you had in your room, the guns under your mattress. But she wasn't looking for guns for fucking chastising me. She was turning my room upside down to steal money from me. Well, that's a different story. Like, what I'm saying is checking your kids' rooms to make sure. I remember, and I don't want to hear no crap, but I'm going to say this, and this is in the store i remember when i was like 15 you know little drug dealer in the neighborhood like me i liked him but my mom wasn't having it i couldn't like come in the house with like gifts from a boy or nothing oh, 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 oh. what the fuck you mean you preface this by i'm gonna say this and that's the end of because it. we'll talk about it afterwards because you know i want to say no names and stuff but what i'm saying is he had this and i told you this before he had this chain that he let me hold and it was like oh okay in my drawer, underneath everything, and that's where it stayed. Because I knew how my appearance was. Like, I couldn't wear this. I couldn't bring stuff into my home. That they didn't buy. Yeah, or that would be indicative that something is going on that they're not aware of. Mm -hmm. Either you got somebody buying you stuff that's not supposed to, so what are you doing in exchange for these gifts? Because our parents was, yeah. ain't nobody giving you shit for nothing. Exactly, or... Are you hold like holding? I know girls used to hold drugs for guys, hold money for guys, hold guns, and you know, boys on the other hand who may be slipping into that world of doing things they're not supposed to. So I encourage parents. Again, we don't tell people what to do because we mind our business, but I encourage parents to take an active role. Check these kids' rooms. Don't just let them have access to everything. I, I my sister checks phones like. Nah, like, it ain't going down. What's going on? Who you talking to? Who this girl? Talk to these kids about, you know, having naked pictures of, you know, boys having naked pictures of girls and stuff. That kind of stuff can lead to <coughs> problems. Like, mm -hmm. you just, you got to be involved. You have to be more involved. And so, in this case, <coughs> my suggestion would be take it beyond the kids and see what the parents are talking about and then decide how you're yeah. going to react. That's, I mean, obviously his reaction was... You know, I'm gonna kill a motherfucker because yeah, somebody you at want my to be house. protective of your child. But because then he got other brothers and sisters who who lay their head there. He got a his mom lay his head there. Mm -hmm. His stepdad lay his head there. Like you don't know what the fuck you bring into the house. You yeah. don't know what these 13, 14, 15 year old kids. Some of them got guns. Yeah. And when you look on the goddamn news, the kids that's killing people, y'all age. Yeah. So you don't you gotta you can't take that shit lightly. Um. So yeah, that was my well and um. I just, I just was like, damn, like that's something you should pay attention to. You can't just take that like that. Ain't no fist fight. Yeah. Um, shifting gears though, the uh, the Taliban, the Afghan people, <sighs> America going to get them. Um, the planes that they sending over there. I read today that Airbnb is supplying twenty thousand Airbnb rooms for uh the um, Afghani people, not the Taliban, but the Taliban is running them out trying to take over Afghanistan again. Um, I didn't know, but I found this out, that they seized 60 Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters, U.S., that they left there. And they um, took a parking lot full of ammo and guns, almost a billion dollars in cash. Like, they're they're trying to the twenty thousand people that they left there all Americans unattended and unsafe. They're trying to let them people out, and then the Taliban's going to take back over and reverse whatever. Yeah. 
And I know uh, the, 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 the military did for all this time that they've been there. And the U.S. has a date of August 31st um, to withdraw all of the U.S. military. And you know what? They need to do that. Um, because we can't have another war fighting. One of the things about the Middle East, a lot of these wars and things that they go through, it's a cultural slash religious thing. And I'm not saying what the Taliban does is right and them trying to implement the laws that they're trying to implement, but that's not our fight. And, and I know when you talk about a humanity issue, they shouldn't be allowed to mistreat people. But what I don't like is that the U.S. got picks. Meaning yeah, why that, ain't we in North Korea? Well, Just starving the shit out of 90% of the population there. Not only that, why weren't we in Sudan? Why aren't we in Haiti? Why aren't we rescuing some of these people? The thing Cuba. is, there are people, I mean, that there's a financial <coughs> incentive for us to be in the Middle East. The oil. So this is why the U.S. has such an interest aluminum. and always intervening. Afghan, the ground is rich with aluminum, um, oil, all kinds of stuff. This is why the U.S. is always... Um, has such an interest in intervening in the goings-ons in the Middle East. The goings-ons. The goings-ons, yes. But we weren't out there helping the Sudanese people when there was a genocide. We have not really engaged North Korea, which I don't really know if that's a great idea. It's not, but that's... that's just but we when, haven't even made any attempts. Yeah, to make yeah. your point saying, like, okay, they have their picks because... They know this guy has... Yeah. A, he's fucking crazy, number one. Haiti. I and have not seen any stories, and I'm not saying that some local um, local uh, organizations aren't assisting, but I haven't seen any stories of federal aid being sent to Haiti no. from the U.S. Like, why aren't there ships being deployed no. that are... Uh, just like they deployed ships to New York to be hospitals for the coronavirus? Why aren't they sending Red Cross ships to Haiti for medical supplies, care, treatment, um, food supplies? Why aren't we deploying, you know, unions and carpentry workers? A lot that's of buildings ain't getting built though. right now. No, that's all in infrastructure and democracy. What they, what, that's what they was trying to do in Afghanistan. But to them, is that Eastern, Eastern civilization? Because we're Western. Yeah. So they want Eastern civilization. They don't want Western civilization. So they're not going to conform to our democracy and having laws and and a lot, like you said, a lot of that stuff is tied to religion. And we're trying to make it law, which you know to them is disrespectful to their religion. So they don't. They're not going to change that. I mean, it's fucked up that they treat women the way that they do in 2021. But and also, it might be a conspiracy, like you saying a. Um, we can't have another war. I think it is going to be. And that's the reason why I think they're pulling out. Because they're going to pull out to let the Taliban do whatever they want to do and get crazy again. And then they're going to say that's the reason that they have to go back in and start another war. War brings on billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. There's, there's, there's um, less money in peace. Yeah. So there's always going to be a war of some sort, especially with high-ranked government and all these people who build these companies to become rich off war. Yeah. So I, that's, that's just what I think looking at it, that when the Taliban, when they pull out all the troops and all the people, they're going to let the Taliban run the fucking country the way that they want, and in six months or so, a year, when it's back and all fucked up, 
they're going to say that's the reason why we got to go back and it's going to be the war of 2022 you know what i never understood well, and, I, and maybe it ain't for me to understand because the government is such a big hypocrisy. So you know how you probably aren't familiar with this because you don't work in corporate America. But this, but I'm sure it probably applies to your job in some way or another where you can't have a conflict of interest. So let, you know, me working in the health insurance industry, I can't have part ownership in a hospital or a doctor's office. You know, that's a conflict of interest. Like, if if this provide if this provider office if I'm a doctor and I own and I'm billing the insurance company and at the same time I work at the insurance company you can't have that kind of conflict of interest so you might work for your company and you know you own the sheetrock company you know what I mean yeah so Dick Cheney who was the former vice president yeah, during wartime of the war, of the he world. owns Halliburton and so you are the you are the vice president. And it's a war going on. And you own a company that supplies war materials. So they use your company for the... So you start war, or you and the president start war, mm -hmm. and then use your company to make money off, to the, off of the war that you started. How is that even a Because there's, oh, wait, there's let me just no say companies... To, there's no companies that make tanks at that um, succession, at that amount of speed. So there's no companies that make arms like that in the in america so, so he should have been forced to either sell his company if you want to be vice president like it shouldn't be allowed you look at I, I you look at local you. government we how many times have we heard about like and i don't get me started like i don't i may call out the wrong titles but a local councilman gets fired because his brother owns a cleaning company and he gave the contract to his brother to be the cleaner for his for the senate's the councilman's office or something right. but you're, you're making like, my point because that shit's more more likely for people like that seth williams the da and all that shit and those local people to go to jail behind shit like that on a local level but on a higher level no dick cheney can open a company blackwater halliburton where they can supply bulletproof vests guns tanks boots all kinds of shit bullets that you need for war because there's no company that you can call up to say i need a hundred thousand rounds of fucking nine millimeter no you got to make a company that produces that shit and so that's i'm gonna start what, a war so that y'all can hire my company yeah, but that's but you and you create that company that company didn't exist before it was war so when now that it's war and you and the military needs this shit the the military is a uh, is a military it's not a manufacturer so they don't make tanks they don't make guns so we need somebody to produce this shit to send people over there. So let me create a company that makes tanks. I'm sure I'm going to buy this material from China or somewhere, and we're going to make the shit, and I'm going to become... That's why you made my point. Like, they become billionaires, the like billionaires off war. So, and this it's, is the it's, same there's no government. no money in peace. This is the same government... <laughs> That's pushing a vaccine that they want people to trust oh, here them we to go take. With the goddamn fucking vaccine. That's all I'm saying. People this out there. This is the same government that wants you to trust them, and they do this kind of backdoor stuff. And I'm not in. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Y'all know that. Y'all know my position. I don't tell nobody. I'm not telling anybody what to do. But I'm just saying this is the same government but that this does this going. shisty stuff, and then say, "Oh no, trust us. We have your best interests at heart." They do say that, but all I'm just saying is that's been going on since time immemorial. When have they not done that? The vaccine, the vaccine is a whole different goddamn thing. 
a lot of people out there, if you're able to go to the doctor, which I wasn't for a long time, so I'm not shitting on nobody who can't, but if you're able to go to the doctor, go to the doctor and get your information from there. Stop doing what everybody else is doing on social media or what black people are supposed to be doing. Like, let's just stop riding the wave and go get information for yourself and for your family and make your decision. Whether it be, no, I don't want to take it, which is cool, or yes, I'm going to take it. But don't make a decision based on black people ain't taking it. Or every time I look on social media, it's politicized to the point where, no, I'm not supposed to be taking it. Because God damn it, if somebody in your family, daughter, mom, aunt, somebody dies from COVID, guarantee the next day you want the vaccine. But let's Guaranteed. not just blame black people because white people out here taking sheep medicine. I, I understand that. They out here taking medicine that's they for cows. We, so we found out some people was taking livestock medicine. Like, that's crazy. Like, how crazy Something that says not for be? human consumption, a human will take it. But again, I said humans take ketamine. That's for horses. Yeah. But, you know, I did see something today that um somebody posted and said, you know, this at whole FDA approval, um, let's not hang our hats on that. Oh, Jesus Christ. People question well, well, everything. Well, no, because First, we want an FDA approval. No, no, no. Then you I'm get not it saying that. Like, nope, well, why, is it, why is it now? I'm not saying that. But the thing is, you have to, you have to remember, cigarettes are approved, by, were, are approved by the FDA. But you knew that before it, the, the, the vaccine was approved by the FDA. We all knew that cigarettes was approved by the FDA. All I'm saying that's not nothing. That's not new news. All I'm saying is cigarettes were approved, and then year, years later, they're like, oh yeah, they can harm you. But that's and, not and new I'm news. I'm not saying that the vaccine. Can, I'm just saying these are some of the reasons why people mistrust the government. I'm not saying that I don't you think, shouldn't be I vaccinated. I think this is stuff that, um, and. I'm not saying we're the smartest people, but maybe intellectual people might know. I don't think everybody's walking around having what we're talking about in their mind as mistrust. I just think people are riding the wave. Oh, black people ain't getting it. I'm black. I ain't getting it. But if you're like, again, and I don't know if people are going to the doctor, but if you go to the doctor and you trust your doctor, your PCP or whatever, somebody you see once or twice a year. I'm sure they would advise you to get the vaccine. And you still can say, okay, this is the information I got from my doctor, not fucking Kiki down the street or fucking Shade Room, but this is where I got my information. Now I'm going to make a sound decision because I got some literature in front of me. That's the way you should do it. You got a PCP? Yeah, I do have a PCP. You got a PCP, boo. Get the fuck out of here. You got a PCP, boo. Um, Come on, two up top. My baby got a PCP. He go to his appointment. Um... J&B, they did a, a campaign with Tiffany's. Um, B took a picture with a $30 million diamond that only four women ever wore. She's the fifth it and was, the first black she's woman. She's the fourth. She was, oh. um, it was discovered in 1878. It was wore by E. Sheldon Whitehouse, Aubrey Hepburn, Lady Gaga, and Beyonce. And oh. Beyonce is the first black. The woman, the fifth, the fourth woman that would have been, she wore a replica in a, in a movie. Oh, so people okay. was taking shots at B because obviously that's just what people do. And Why? Um, also taking shots at J because they say um, they the picture that they took had a rare unseen Basquiat in it that Jay's supposed to bought. And um, the painting Basquiat intended for it never to be seen. 
So the fact that he's buying it, people are taking shots like, you know, he didn't want it to be seen and saying that he's taking Basquiat style because of his hair. Because they do have the same hairstyle. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Everybody takes their style from, from this somebody. This is what I thought. This is what I thought. I was like, they the culture. Like, how, I mean, how much style, how many fucking Yankee hats did people wear? How many Air Force Ones did people wear? How many Sean Carter's, how many Rockaway shit? How much well, fucking... Let's not even say him. Tell me who has a hairstyle that they just created out the clear blue sky and they didn't see somebody else with it and said, hmm, I like that hairstyle. I think I may want to try it. Like, you didn't just know who made up the first hairstyle. I mean, everybody wears that. So what? He he. If he's trying to replicate, uh, if he had blue hair, that people would talk about him. If he permed his hair, people would talk about him. If he wore Caesar, people would talk about him. Like, so what? He's wearing his hair. He has free form locks. Okay, big deal. Just and like Basquiat, with but Basquiat, that's cool. That may have been the thing that he didn't want anybody to see this painting. So what? I, and I'm asking, what is the mindset? He wanted him to buy it and put it in a closet no. because wouldn't people still see it? Like if they come to his house, Basquiat just... intended for it never to be seen. So you know how painters and artists have that weird thing where you know something is art that you don't think is art. So it's like I painted this, but I don't never want it to be seen. So the, so I'm asking when Jay bought it. Was the expectation he would just put it in a closet or something? It's in the picture they took. Millions of people already saw it. But what I'm asking, when he first said, I don't want it to be seen, but he let Jay-Z buy it, right? Yeah. What did he think he was, he, he thought he was just going to put it away in a closet? I don't know what he thought. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, this his money. Thought. Once he, that could be your expectation. And that's another thing. It's my fine. painting. Right, because so once, once I, I buy, buy it, it, I can do what the fuck I, I want to do with it. I understand you wouldn't want anybody to see it, but now it's mine, and I'm going to do what I want. I gave you the money that you asked for. If so I cut it up into little bite-sized pieces and eat it. The sizes of stamps and yeah. mail the little piece out to people. It doesn't it's matter. Mine. It's, it's mine. It's my money. I, I just don't get that. And people taking shots at them talking about how... Um, everybody talking about black people, you know, black billionaires should be trying to build their own, but they partnered with Tiffany's. And it's like, they get, they got Tiffany to give, you read more into this shit, get tapped in. They gave, uh, they got Tiffany's to give $2 million to a bunch of HBCUs or something like that. So even though you're a billionaire and you're black and you probably don't need that, you still can, you still have to partner with somebody in these companies to work together to build your brand even more. You have to leverage your success. Yeah. Leverage your name. Yeah, it's great when we all can work together. But at some point, you got to say, you know what? All of our black money is going to help us. But I'm going to get some of that white money to help us too. Yeah, and, and they have the um the also the resources and leverage. So if they're going to do business with you, if you've gotten yourself to a point where they, they extend a branch out and it's okay, the deal is okay... Why not do it? It's going to give you more of a bigger brand for yourself to partner with these other people where if you was on a lower level, maybe you wouldn't get that opportunity. Yeah, because who else has got Tiffany <coughs> and company to donate to HBCUs? And people not talk saying about, nobody has, but it's And not people talk about, about how, oh, they should be helping black people. And everybody forget like two weeks ago, Beyonce had a bag that a black, it was a black owned bag, a, a, a so Telfair far. bag, yeah, that sold the fuck out. So she helped that black company, but, but people just forgot all, about the shit, though. But th that bag always is sold out. It's say, always sold was, out, but what I'm saying is that bag got more business because she carried one. But this is the thing that I have a bigger problem with. People say 
they should be doing this. They should be doing that. They obligated to take care of nobody except for those three babies that they created. Mm -hmm. That's their only obligation. Yeah, would it be nice for them to be wealthy people and help the community? Absolutely. But they should be is is not it's not true. Yeah. That's that's people's opinion. That doesn't make it fact. They should not be doing anything that they don't but want to. But how dare somebody say something like that where just on a whim, whether that bag was popular or not, it got more fucking business because she carried it. I mean, she it's a rich because person helping took, another rich yeah, person. Yeah, because she took but, a picture with it. Like, but that's, but it, it, even on a lower level, you think about the stuff that they helped do that pe that they don't talk about, that they don't broadcast. Like, like people talked about when Jay-Z got the position with the NFL. Oh, we're supposed to be boycotting the NFL. But how many black artists did, did that allow an opportunity for them to make more money that's because people want to know every single detail this is why that um meme has been circulating and said that says now i see why beyonce never talks because no matter what she says or does people are going to make up their own narrative they're going to have their own opinions and people believe that their opinions are facts so she should continue to do what she's out doing of, let's take some pictures like let's get dressed Let's wear this big, big, beautiful diamond. Jay get dressed in a tux, and let's take some photos with a painting in it, and it brings all this. And guess what? <coughs> what? I gotta go back and look at the pictures because I was looking at them. I didn't even see a damn painting in the picture. Yeah, it's a painting. I seen her gloves. I seen them. I didn't even see a painting. Like I saw them. I Maybe looked at the way he was. Fucking, he put that in there. Like, it's there, but it ain't there. Yeah, like, I was looking at the way he was looking at her. It made me think, yeah. like, damn, that's how my husband looks at me. Like, he, like it, don't, it didn't even look like it was staged. Like, he was just really staring at her, like, damn, that's all me over there. Like, I, that's what I was looking at. Like, people go too deep. And, or maybe I don't go deep enough. I don't know. Like, because, you know, we talk about different, we have different, um, ways that we navigate social media i really be looking for people that i know personally in life and want to see what's going on in y'all life the stars the celebrities i look here and there but i ain't really that too concerned so when i saw the pictures it was like oh she looks great oh she looks like old you know that old hollywood glamour oh she has on these gloves you know i love a long glove um, you know, and again, I was looking, I was like, damn, his hair grew a lot. Look how he's looking at his wife. Didn't even see a painting in the picture. Like, people just but, really yeah. go way too far. Um, Shikari. Yeah. Came in ninth and still talked shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm all Shikari for a woman. Shikari came in ninth and still talked. This is what I didn't know. And again, I gotta, I gotta get tapped in before I give my statements. Okay. But... I didn't know that going into the Olympics, if she didn't smoke, she would have been the sixth fastest. I didn't know that there was five Jamaicans faster than her. I Hold on. Uh -huh. I thought she was the fastest woman on the planet because when she pointed to the clock and broke the record in the 100 meter, I thought she was the fastest woman. I did not know there was five Jamaican women that were faster than her going through and seeing all this stuff posted, she was like arguing back and forth with the Jamaicans and they was telling her on Twitter, like, I know you're getting all this clout and stuff. I guess having a little 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 track beef. Banter. Yeah. yeah. Like I know you having all this pub and all this, but don't forget, 
and putting times up like you, you 9.8 and 9.5 and shit like that mm -hmm. so i didn't know that she wasn't even the fastest but to come back and race in the fontaine and come in last it's like now it's all this fucking pressure to come in first so when you said that she was the fastest i didn't rebuke that because i wasn't sure right but I, I didn't think that she was because I knew one of the girls, Shelly something, I think is her name from Jamaica. I was pretty sure she was faster than her, but I just, I didn't look it up, so I wasn't sure. And you have to remember, too, in the Olympic trials that we were watching, they're heats. So she may have won that heat and maybe she was the, I don't know if the record she broke was her record <coughs> or maybe she broke the U.S. record. But you got to think, she won that heat. The next person could have won their heat and beat her time. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not, I didn't know for sure, but I'm not surprised to hear that. Because I, I, I just thought it would have been more highly publicized if she was like the fastest ever. But what I will say, which I like that she said, if you come in last, the only place you can go is up. That's true. <laughs> like, I mean, it I'm is just saying it's 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 a bad look. I don't knock her because she, I'm sure she gave her all she could, but I didn't know. And I'm not fast by any means, but we're judging track here. This is just giving my opinion. I didn't know that the Jamaican girl was that much fucking faster than her. Yeah, I thought by like three seconds, like she was last. That girl was like, like really, yeah. really in front of her. Yeah, I mean, she, guess what? She and, was, and, and, she's and, in the race, so she's fast anyway. Right. She just, you know. But it's almost like, is, is racing like basketball? Where basketball, you know, maybe my shot don't fall today. But if you're running, you don't run two seconds slower. You're running. You're running. Like I it, mean, you can You can't run if you're day, injured, I guess. obviously. But if you're healthy but and you you're running... Then you just running like you 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 should run as fast as you can. But so, I think the pre it's it's the prefontaine, and I don't know if it's the prefontaine because then there's a fontaine. But in that race, you got to remember too; those are the best of the best of the best. Right. So again, you you got to think. I I don't know in terms of track. Like, do you just have an off day? I mean, because you have some women, or not some. You you have some racers who continually win. And then you may have some that... But that's, that's what I mean. What are they doing different than a guy? And that's what I mean. C can you have an off day running? Because you're just running. Like in a straight line. It's not like you come out and yeah, my shot not falling. Or I fumbled the football today. I keep fumbling. Like how can you... If you get down in a race to run and you know you're in a race, why wouldn't you run as fast as you can? You could. It could be a mental thing. You could like... Or I know, well, not I know, but like and I kind of hear. I'm not saying it is. I kind of hear like if if your takeoff isn't the right way, like if you hesitate for a second or don't come you, off the block. Yeah, the way it could be different to. things. It could be something so, be so minute part of that impacts the finish line, pun intended. That you know that that could result in you losing. You know, so by you know the way they hold their hands generates more speed. The their tilt on their body can generate more speed. So I mean, it could be. But somebody all of that said her your, wig was too all heavy. All of that was your is your job. I think that that's not nothing that comes into question. Where you like you're three seconds slow, and they say why, and you say because I was tilting forward. Like, that just doesn't make sense. I mean, sense. you would think you have more experience than to yeah. know not to Especially do Especially at that level. Yeah. It's like, you know how to run. You know what you need to be fast. 
is there are they just that much fucking fast? Because to be three, four seconds faster than somebody is fucking fast. And it could be that I mean I I, I assume that she has still been practicing even though she wasn't allowed in the Olympics. Um She said she didn't run in a month. So. That could be that could have something to do with it. Like why wouldn't you run in a month? Yeah. You why know? wouldn't you be on and I don't know whether she can um What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, simulate that on a treadmill. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same as running around a track or something. Yeah, I, I don't, don't either. And I don't know if that's normal to take a month off. I don't know if being suspended is in, in that thing. It, it, I don't know. Maybe being suspended is you can't run. I don't know. I, who's to say you can't go to your neighborhood track know. and run? I don't know. But yeah, so, I mean, one thing I did like about her her story um, when that happened and, you know, with the marijuana, it was a couple... I'll say this. The thing I liked, Nike still continued with her deal. Mm -hmm. She wasn't let go of that. You know, in this society where we are moving towards the legalization of marijuana, it, it boggles my mind that there's still people who are doing big jail time for small amounts of weed. Yeah. Like, I feel like all of those jails... No. I mean, you kind of look at it like, okay, at the time they did it, it was a crime. But now it's not let them go. Case, I don't think nobody should be in jail for, with football numbers for weed. So no. you got to either... Now, you got guys that's been locked up with 10 pounds of weed. Obviously, they was dealing drugs, but you should they shouldn't be in jail for 50 years for that. No. So they, now that weed is legal, yeah, you have to do something about the 50 years. I don't know whether it's let them out right now or, you know, reduce a, a heavy part of the sentence, whatever, but... You can't have 50 years for, for, for what's legal now. And you yeah, got locked up for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and in the same they way... They took a huge part of your life. And now it's legal. Everybody walking around doing it. And in the same way, there was a um, forum that was held during the Olympics by some um, athletes. And they talked about how CBD, which is the derivative of marijuana, mm -hmm. um, aided them... And like healing and recovery. So just to think the contrasting information, like I know the THC component that gets you high from marijuana is not included in CBD, but how dare you? It's almost like a slap in the face. You allow these people, now this wasn't sponsored like by the Olympics, but it's like <coughs> athletes. You're talking about CBD and how it can be so beneficial in healing and health and all of that. But that's well, a at part the same of the cannabis time. plant. Exactly. Same at the plant same time, you, you had this conversation going on about a girl who's been suspended. Not to mention that you had stars like Michael Phelps and some of his other swimming team members who all admitted that they were high at the time and they accepted their gold medal for winning the Olympics when they did. Yeah. Like, come on. And I know people say, oh, the rules are the rules are the rules. At some point, we have to take a look and, and reconsider the rules. Every rule has a human element. Yeah. It can be fucking just tweaked a little bit. Don't have to be er eradicated if not necessary, but it can be fucking put the human element in it a little bit. She just lost her mom. Weed is legal now. She was in a state where it was legal. She bought it legally. So what did she do and wrong? Being high and if she got you a, run fast. Yeah, if she got a medical card, then you, you should honor that. Yeah, being high ain't helping you run fast. No, people say, all. "Oh, well, it helps you focus and all blah 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 blah," but it ain't helping you run fast. If anything, you gonna want to take a nap. Yeah, oh, out the girl who's on a diet pill or something is getting some type of small amphetamine off of that or some shit. Yeah, like that's crazy. 
Three grams. The fucking crate challenge. <laughs> you want to try it? No. Break your fucking neck. You know what? Five. The fucking crate maybe challenge. Maybe 10 years ago, I probably have wanted to try it. And 40, hell no. Supposedly but, somebody died today. A girl was doing it in a gas station on asphalt and broke her neck. That's horrible. That's now, the video says she died. As the ambulance came and was picking her up, she did bend her knees up. Don't mean she ain't died later. At the, yeah, so the video did say she died, but she fell and was not fucking moving. So this is the thing. People have to be careful. You have to do things, you know, responsibly. started this respons shit. He did? Yeah. You have to do things responsibly. But what I will say, all of these uh, fake woke people that's oh you want to climb the crates but you don't want to climb the ladder to success so, that? i've been seeing a lot of people post stuff that has been like so like give it a break let people have fun if it ain't your type of fun i remember years ago when people was doing the um hey kiki do you love me song. and everybody has something getting to say. out their car dancing to it's it. stupid it ain't for Crashing. us but it's funny like let people do their thing stop yep. judging people making everything so serious i've seen videos of like neighborhoods like and they've been having fun it's this um, how many people we've seen fall and almost get run over by their car yeah, yeah. But no, with the crate challenge, it's this um um there there's a community improvement group and they posted something that said, Look, we didn't want to do this, but obviously this is bringing people together, so we're gonna give in. And like they were doing it as a means of having fun, having some kind of group effort, you know, bringing people together to work together. Look, if it's going to stop the, the, the dumb stuff and allow people to have fun and laugh for a minute, but just be responsible. What I will say, and this is horrible. So if, if our this, nephews or somebody was doing a crate challenge, you'd be okay with it? Hell yeah, I'll be. I would. But what if they got seriously fucking? You know this guy, babe, you ain't been watching the videos? Well, no, let me say Some, this. You remember Conor McGregor? Yeah, yeah. So this heavyset dude did the crate challenge. He had on like uh, khaki pants and like red and black shirt. I'll find a video. He goes up the crate falls falls down they go around and his ankle is going that way babe in his boot and in his sock going that way i'm that talking way. like the wrong fucking way and they're like oh my god don't touch it don't touch it like you could get seriously it's fucking stupid. hurt how many times as kids was you running and flipping on mattresses and doing dumb stuff yeah, like that's like not knowing these aren't aren't kids these are like adults out well there. you asked me about our nephew or something or if our nieces were doing it now i would want to be there to ho hopefully catch him and help him be safe but kids gonna be kids but what i will say and this is a serious moment it was a horrible video and this it had nothing to do with the crate challenge, but it was while the crate challenge was going on in oh, Chicago. The shootout? It was a drive-by. Yeah, two people got, got shot got, yeah, killed. A girl got killed. Three people got killed. I saw the video. Three people got killed. The dude was asking for his gun as the shots was going. He When he got to the top, the, the blue car in the background started shooting, and I heard him like, give me my gun, and give me my were, gun, like, give my gun. People were like having fun, giggling, laughing in a big field. And it's like, wow. It's only a matter of time before wow. it happens. Yeah. And I don't think the shooting had anything with the fact that it was the crate challenge, but it could have been somebody out there that had beef with somebody that just let their Chicago, guard down yeah. for a moment to have some fun and 
reality smacked them back in the face. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the crate challenge, it is what it is. It, I, I have seen some of the videos. They make me cringe because some people fall and it's they like, make, you can't, Ooh. you can't put, like, if you put your arm out, it might snap. Now, then, I will, I've seen some people net get caught on a crate and like, they body fall a different way. I seen the girl with the high heels that did the whole thing. You see her? I kind of, she I started, but I stopped. She did that I will shit say all the this. way over. It is no way in the world that I would do it. But if I did, I'm sure I could make it. No, babe. I'm sure. I'm not going to try it, but I promise babe, you, them, I them think that I could. crates on grass will fucking wobble your ass the off The thing of is, pe this is what happens. People get to the top and they get excited and they don't realize you have to take the same amount of caution coming down that you did. What you got to do is you stand to the side and you take one little step down. No, that's not One the way to do it. The way to get over the crate challenge is to stay low. If you stay low, the crates won't won't wobble. Once you get up there and stand up tall, that's when you get this. If you bend down, they stop. Oh. So if you stay low, hunched over, you can walk over them. You want to get I some crates this, in the backyard? No, but I'm not going to break my fucking We can go neck. in the yard. Nobody won't have to know. And I'll be laid the fuck out in the yard. I'll catch you. No, you won't. <laughs> No, you we ain't going no crate challenge. I'm joking. 25 I, goddamn crates. I have never, except for my toe that I broke last year during COVID, I have never had a broken bone. And God knows at 40 plus, I do not want one. So mm. we ain't doing no crate challenge. But it's cute. It's funny. Um, Yeah, that the shit is just crazy. Stop with the fake woke stuff. Like, I don't know how you tie being woke to crates. I, I'm I just telling you, people have been saying y'all what y'all will work together, or y'all got the white man out here convincing y'all to climb crates, and y'all don't even have health insurance if you hurt yourself. Like, oh, give me a yeah, break. Yeah, I, I don't know how you give do that. me a break. If that's how they're doing it, that's yeah. <laughs> I saw um, a 13 year old boy is going to Georgia Tech. I saw that. How is that possible? You know, I always think about these kid prodigies that have that opportunity where, you know, they... How much of a prodigy can you be? I mean, hold on, 10th, 5th grade. Maddie is 13. 13. She's going to the 8th so grade. 8th grade. I was so going to the ninth grade. So 8th, ninth grade. How can you be college ready? Or how do they know that at 8th? Well, I mean... You... At 8th grade. So, I mean, they had to know... Like, so in 5th grade, they had to be giving you 8th grade work. So now they think in 8th grade, you pass 12th grade work. Yeah, you had to pass 12th grade work. And if you pass the entrance exam for college, then... At 13, babe? Yeah. That's awesome. It makes me think, though, like, I mean, that that's awesome in, the, you know, the life or career that hopefully um, he'll have. That's it, but I hope that he still gets me. a chance to enjoy. And he, mentally, he may not even be interested. He may look at this crate challenges. Well, this is buffoonery. But I hope that he gets to enjoy some of the childhood things that a 13-year-old should. That's crazy. Yeah. That's just sick to me. Um, Delta Airlines notifies their employees $200 increase in health insurance premiums if not vaccinated. I knew it was coming in some kind of way. $200 out the check. I mean, you figure that's $100 each check because you got to think. If, you, if you're not vaccinated, and they then they're going to send you uh, for tests. Yeah, and who, every who, two weeks they get yeah. paid on the 1st and the 15th. And, and, you send, and you, that means that you have to be tested regularly. They're not going to eat the cost of this test. And, they, and you think about this. If you get COVID um, and you're hospitalized, then... 
So from my health insurance knowledge, I'll say if they are a self-insured company, that means that they pay the health claims. Mm -hmm. So that means even though you may have an insurance company, let's say... Your money um, comes from that, your job. Yeah, so if you get sick, you're, the administrator of your benefits may be Blue Cross or Aetna or whoever, but your self-insured company, they're paying those claims. So they're saying, hell, if we're going to have to pay these claims for you potentially being sick, you're going to give us some more of this money. And so that, just that's imagine really what it people is. already paying three fifty a month for health insurance. Now they tack on the next two hundred. It's not uncommon though for for companies to do that. Companies have done that. If you smoke cigarettes, then there is uh, an additional fee that you have to pay, or additional amount that you have to pay, because it's a health risk. Like yeah, it's company. My company has a program where it's like you get you have to participate in these like health activities through an app. It's really simple. You have to. Um, accumulate a certain number of points throughout the year if you don't then you have a 500 dollars paint amount that you have to pay towards your benefits now i don't know if it's a one-time payment or if it's sprinkled out over the year i made my points every year so i don't get it now the the on the upside if you get the points and then you go <coughs> over to a certain amount you actually get money back so i mean it's not new that companies have incentives like is that the, is that number um, excessive. Two hundred dollars. No. Because again, if somebody is paying three fifty a month, one hundred seventy five dollars a check, or something like that for good health insurance, and you talking about two hundred extra dollars, that's biting in their budget. I mean, it is. For either, but you, you have to think shot. though. Companies pay a lot for insurance, so I mean, people probably don't know this, but if you're paying, let's just say. Let's just say if you're paying $300 a month, $150 per each check, that policy is probably $900 a month and your company's eating the other half. Mm -hmm. A good company. You know, you may have some companies that's required. And I think... You should trust how she works for insurance. <laughs> I, I trust what she's saying. So, I, so I, I mean, I it's... it's So, they probably feel like, you know what? We're, we're not going to take on this additional potential um, cost because of you being sick now i mean you think they it, it it would be unfair for them to do something like that with like oh well you got cancer and you're going to need additional right. treatments so we're going to make you pay more that would just be like unscrupulous yeah, like i think that's you can't do that yeah but to, to for for, for COVID, some shit that you can have control over and i think cancer, what companies are realizing over. You can't force people to get the vaccine. But you can fucking make it stringent. There are loopholes around that. People can call, you know, religious exemptions and other things like that. Allergies, if you're allergic to eggs, you know, you, you, you can't get it. I think that's the only two things you can. Either it's religious or, or allergies. Yeah. Other than that, so, no so I loophole. think that's what they're finding themselves and saying like, okay, which you still got to think, is that fair too? Because of my religious beliefs then I have to pay more money. I think companies are going to find themselves in some trouble behind it. Because just think about that. If you Not have if a... they're private, though. Because you, you own your company. You can do what you want to do with it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that people won't try and get them held up in um, some uh, right. litigation. But we'll see. But... Say like a company like Comcast. That's, that's privately owned. I mean, it doesn't mean they that their do. companies can't, that their employees can't sue them is what I'm saying. But I mean, would they win? 
if it gets to the court, you go through all that shit. First off, you know they got more money than you got in lawyers. And then you get there and they tell you this is a privately owned company. This isn't owned by the state or anything. But then you got to think how far people are they going to call in the ACLU to say, oh, this is infringing on my civil liberties because uh, I have the right not to be vaccinated. And they're make so I mean, how far will people take it? I would like to know how many people are walking around out there that um, it's are, a mosquito in here. A, a gnat. It wasn't a mosquito. Oh. But how many people are walking around our age that's never been vaccinated with anything? Left for anything. So like their, their parents think, were non-vaxxers yeah. and they never had like school vaccinations. They never had anything. And maybe they were a little sickly and they got over it and they're fine now. But I would just like to know what's the percentage of people that's non-fucking-never so, had a vaccine. Not to say that it, there, it wasn't a thing when we were younger. It wasn't a thing that I heard of. Um, it was more so when like our generation of people started having kids that I started hearing that conversation. Now, of course, you had those hippies in the 70s who kind of you know went along with that. But I don't, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that was three grams, and uh, we had two grams last week. Well, the week before that, we had a, a best of, so I owe a gram. And this might lead into um, next week's conversation. We church dropouts. What made you? What made you stop churching? Oh, woo! So, you know, I'll say this. I loved church growing up and not for the religious aspect of it. You know, growing up in a house that was dysfunctional, um, that was strict, wasn't really allowed to do a lot of social things. Church for me was my social outing. You know, some of my um, earliest friendships were made at church. I started going to church at, you know, at five years old, five, six years old. And it was a lot of us the same age and we grew up together. Um, we did things that, you know, was bad, like, you know, hung out and did bad stuff or whatever. But we had fun together, you know, singing on the choir. Stop? I'm getting there. Singing on the choir, all of that. Like, I love that from a social aspect. And as I became a teenager and became more in tune with God, the religious part of it, too, started to impact me. And there were people in church that, um, I, that I kind of looked up to in that realm because I felt like, you know, they were older than me, but young still. And I felt like, okay, these are people um, to look up to. And then I found out that there was a group of people that were gay, homosexuals, men. Not that anything was... On the deal? Yeah. And, and what age bracket are you talking? When, so when you... I probably was like seven. No, not you, them. Um, that's uh-huh. something, and I probably was like 17, 18, so they probably was like 21 to 25. Okay. And it wasn't so much that what they were doing, because, you know, they were doing what they were doing. We were cool. They didn't know that I knew, but I knew from somebody that I was close with. But it was the, the image that they were giving out in the church to me i just couldn't rock with it it was like i can't do this and then i found out like it was even more people like one it was a pastor so if anybody's watching this that i went to church with i ain't gonna tell y'all who it was it wasn't the head pastor because y'all would know who i'm talking about not him at all but it was a pastor but it was just like a that that kind of it, it 
to be honest, it like broke my heart a little bit. It's like, dang, like I don't like this. So that that's, now, that's I know you've been to church after that. Has mm-hmm. there been any experiences after that that made you say, nah, just I can't attach to this no more? The I you know what I don't like in the church the click the clickishness. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, or people who act and I know like, you don't you don't necessarily care for a big church. Yeah, I mean because my thing is I like being a part of the church. Not saying I want to be a part of every group, but I like the feeling of you know knowing people. When we visited big churches, although it may have been a good experience from like the pastor or the sermon. I don't like that for me Doesn't being in a inclusive. church with a thousand people and you don't and maybe four thousand. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't feel inclusive. That's the perfect word. Where like you just and not to say like oh I gotta know everybody, but that's how I and I didn't grow up in like a little storefront church where it was twenty people. Like we had a nice medium sized church, but it still you knew people and even if you didn't know everybody, you kind of. You knew people, and it, it it felt more like a fa- like a big family, but a co- it felt more like a community. Whereas some of these huge churches feel like a city, and it just doesn't have that personal touch for me. Like I know people that go to a big church, and like they don't even know each other. They and they go to the same church. Mm-hmm. For me, that's just not the feeling that I want in going to church. I would like to find a church home. We we used to visit a really nice church. Um, in Southwest when we lived in Delaware County. Yeah, with that pastor named Sean. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That's why I'm saying we had some good church experiences. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to go to church. Um, I, you know, I believe wholeheartedly in God and keep God in my life every day. I had the same uh, experience. Like, I don't like the clickish part. And um, the big part, it doesn't bother me because I don't want to be, like, I just want to go get what I need and, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be in the, groups and stuff like that and um but when i was younger and we used to go spend a night over my nana house she used to go to she used to take us to church and we used to go to cornerstone baptist church and the what do you call the ladies the ushers ushers and it could be men oh the deacons and deaconesses deacons and deaconesses they used to be at nana house on sunday drunk laid out some of them used to mess with each other like they had little affairs going on and we were young but when they used to pass out be drunk downstairs we come down some of them used to be peed on themselves, like and they used to be like up on each other and then they would do it all again next week so i always had the sense of this is just something y'all do mm-hmm. like when y'all leave there y'all looking for the chicken the yeah. beer the liquor all that good the cigarettes like all that good stuff and it's like y'all just heard the sermon an hour ago, two hours ago. But they're human too. And I wasn't yeah. judging them. I thought it was comical. It was funny. It but was it was a like, poor representation of what yeah, you I expect a Christian to be. Exactly. Because it was like, you know, all that stuff about the sermon and lying and believing in God. And then it was like, they couldn't wait to get out of there to party. Yeah. I mean, we had fun in church, but the yeah, spiritual part was fun I didn't feel no ill will too. about it as a kid. I just thought like, this is comical. Like mm-hmm. how they just come home and kick their shoes off and relax and drink. So why don't you want to go to church now? I'm just not attached to it. Like, I I like the way I have God in my life now and how I move now. And I don't, because I'm not going to be a part of it. Like, I, I mean, you know, a, a good sermon is, is good to hear, but I don't want to get up on Sunday and go to church. I don't get that from, I don't get what I get every day from going to the church. You know what I wish? And I think from not going for so many years, I've learned to, to, um, 
for me to put God in my life. So I make sure that yeah. he's there. I like church for the fellowship point, for the fellowship aspect. Again, if you are aware and you know who the people are, um, uh, one of the things that I never, that I wish that church did, and when I say church, I mean like the Christian Baptist Pentecostal, whatever the other denominations are. You know, I know people um, that I love who are Jehovah's Witness. Um, I know people who believe, uh, practice Islam. I know of one Jewish person. And I, so I think this is true for the Jewish people, but I won't say for certain. They go to their local, the Jehovah's Witnesses, they go to their local um, kingdom hall. Muslims go to their mosque. local mosque. It's not like, you know, if you're a Jehovah's Witness and you live in West Philly, but you like the Kingdom Hall in New Jersey, you're traveling there. I wish that that's how church was. Because we have a church down the street, and sometimes we hear their choir, and it be bumping. I don't know what the church is like, though. One day, I'm... I we just, see a bunch of old people, though, so it's it's probably yeah. an old pastor. It's probably an old... Because when you see the cars pull up, I don't see it's like not a kids. young crowd. It's like a... 50 and older crowd, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I think so. But I'll, I'll, I'll be thinking to myself, one day I'm, I'm going to walk down there like when Suge walked to uh, walk to church with Color Purple. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Act to the podcast, episode 33. That is Trey, a Trey. wrap. Um, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate the likes. Y'all got to go there and check out episode 1 through 33. Get, to get the views up. We coming hard. We coming strong. A lot of stuff just happened. And a lot of shit we about to make happen. So get on the train early. Go get the episodes. Because, um, you know, you're going to want to get them. So uh, we appreciate it. No, we're not. Sorry. That was the wrong song. We're going to appreciate y'all. Stay engaged because we will. We got more questions coming up probably this week. More content to post. Um, if you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.